Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on this episode, I have a very special guest. Her name is Laura, and Laura Lange, and she actually has an amazing podcast. She's a fellow podcaster, and her podcast is called The Peaceful Life Podcast. What an amazing name for a show. And I had the opportunity to be on her show. It just got released on Father's Day. And uh, here I am, uh, switching roles. I'm the host, and she's the guest. And I just want to apologize in yeah. advance if there's any Wi-Fi hiccups. We're here in beautiful Taipei, Taiwan. But unfortunately, the Wi-Fi isn't working quite as well as I'd like it to be. But hey, life as a digital nomad means you're never going to have perfect Wi-Fi. So I'm super excited to invite uh, Laura here on the show to talk all about how you can achieve mm -hmm. peace. What an important topic to cover on our episode. Uh, Laura, how are you doing over there in beautiful California today? It's a beautiful day here near Yosemite National Park. Great to hear, great to hear. Unfortunately, here in Taipei, it's uh, quite cloudy and overcast. And Taipei is an amazing city uh, full of vibrancy and energy and amazing food and night markets. But unfortunately, the climate isn't as great. And it has kind of a bad reputation for being cloudy and gloomy, which I'm used to from being in Vancouver. So I uh, kind of wish I was in your neck of the woods right now with the <laughs> and, uh, sunny weather. Laura? Uh, yeah, it's sunny here, but... Um just about getting hot. <laughs> it gets really hot in the summer. Exactly, exactly. You know, there's no perfect place in, in, on the earth. There's going to be issues no matter where. It might be the Wi-Fi like I'm facing here. It might be the cost of living like in the U.S. It could be uh, you know, language barriers if you're in South America. But, you know, you got to pick a place and then go with it. So, Laura, uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better uh, before we get into uh, this whole area of peace, that whole area of podcasting. Let's get into the personality. So let's uh, find out a little bit more about your history and share a little bit more about yourself, Laura. You're cutting out. I can't hear you. Well, I was just saying, uh, if you want to do a quick introduction and share about yourself, Laura. Oh, Okay. Um, I really university there, and then I moved to Los Angeles because my sister lived in Los Angeles, and it just seemed an exciting place. Oh, the university in my hometown, I just needed to get away. So, in my early 20s, I went to LA and got married, baby, divorced. And basically brought up my child as a single mother. Um, and yet I have to be because I, w I had to allow her father to see her. But I always kind of had the more So I knew about a year before she turned 18 and went off to college that I could go anywhere. And I said, I wanted to live and one of my favorite places in the whole wide world was right here in California was Yosemite National Park and I trips there I thought you know it would be so cool to just live near Yosemite I know how beautiful it is and to just have the park about the communities that surrounded it so I started doing some investigation and I found this not too Smaller, and we love people, 
um, which is about 20 minutes south of the entrance to Yosemite. A complete change of life because I've always city. I've always lived in a big city for, you know, 50 years of my life. And then I moved here and it's just slow. And so, you know, like in a nutshell, that was what happened to me. And all along that time, I was acknowledging development. I've worked in programming, software development, and then transferred my skills to the internet mid 90s development ever since. <laughs> well, you definitely have the perfect work uh, to be able to work literally from anywhere around the world. And you've chosen your dream location there, right near Yosemite. And as long as uh, I'm sure, you know, uh, if the Wi-Fi is good, then you're good in terms of getting your work done, talking to your right. clients, and exactly. doing the podcast. <laughs> Wi-Fi and cell phone service, and I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The formula for success, oxygen and Wi-Fi, and you're golden. <laughs> Good air, too, up here. <laughs> A lot better than Los Angeles. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Laura, uh, tell us about when did you get passionate about this topic? Uh, because you're, uh, you know, quite passionate about peace to the extent you want to actually uh, podcast about it. You want to inspire other people to live a peaceful life. So a lot of us want peace but people don't go to the extent that you have. So tell us a little bit about the origin story and the history and your personal why. Yeah, the or it's both internal. Um, you know, our country is in flux. There's a lot of content. Um, and I was just feeling that a lot in 2017. You know, it, it was a tough, and to each other, both online and offline. And um, so that's the external, internal loss in the past couple of years. Both my parents died. I had two friends that died early. So, you know, what can I do to lift myself up and also give back to the world? Like I needed some kind of solution where, you know, of your own little corner of the world, you can't solve the world's problems, but you can definitely start from little babies. And so I started creating these strategies to bring myself peace and to get involved in the it did lift me up and I am not religious. I didn't grow up with any kind of religion. So I don't really have for spiritualism. So I had to kind of work out my own path, my strategy. And since it worked, I decided maybe I should share this with other people because I know a lot of people the same. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us about the, the podcast itself, because there's a lot of ways to communicate our message. We can do blog posts about it. We can do social media. We can uh, create a YouTube channel and do videos. Uh, but you've chosen the medium right. 
and the method of podcasting. Tell us about uh, why that particular medium. Why do you fancy the fancy podcasting? You know, social media and creating websites, it's kind of hard to break through the fray. Um, thing about around for 10, 50, not a lot of people really doing it. I'd say, what did they say? 350,000 shows. It doesn't compare to the social accounts or the websites that are out there. So it's fair. So I've got my iPhone. I did it very simply. I went into my closet. I recorded it on my iPhone at first. And, um, I knew the, you know, the process of broadcasting and my other process about tech out. <laughs> so I just kind of let it go. But I, I understood that about podcast hosts and I thought, oh, I'm up there and see if people listen. I didn't even do any promotion of the show. The only thing I do is go in and I get a lot of, I think that's where I met you too, is that um, on the podcast movement and, um, you know, other podcasting groups, I said, you know, this is my show. And that was that. And um, it's just continued to grow. So people finding it and I'm a thousand downloads in six months, which is kind of small in the scheme of things, but considering I do know whoever people and people are liking it and telling their friends about it yeah you definitely have to value each and every single listener and uh you know a follower a supporter uh, no matter how small yeah. or how big so uh, good on you for uh, you know uh, obviously launching it and uh, growing it and um you know getting some uh, amazing topics and guests on there tell us about some of the highlights you've interviewed several different people from around the world about different areas of peace uh, any particular topic or uh, guests have stood out to you? Well, I, um, I started doing interviews because I felt like people would be tired of people <laughs> doing interviews. Um, I had you on the show about living life on the road. I just re-interviewed an animal and that's a really fun conversation because she communicates with animals. She used to be a cop, so she's not even all woo-woo and out there. She's very and she truly believes that she can communicate with animals, and that's going to be launching in a couple weeks. I spoke with Mr. Rogers on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and she wow. told her story about working with him. Um, because that was on the show called Mr. Rogers and how what an amazing force he was for children and bringing peace to the world in the late when there was also tumult and uprising um, as well. So those are the kind of I do and I love people who kind of fit into this structure of doing good and helping other people. 
So, you know, obviously you've uh, accumulated a wealth of info and you know, one of the great things about being a podcast host is you can just pick people's brains. You can sit there for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 yeah. minutes and just start drilling them with questions and literally taking all of the best insights and best content all for free. And that's why I love, I love uh, podcast hosting just because I have incredible guests and I'm able to learn so much about life in all of these different topics. Uh, so you've obviously accumulated uh, a lot of knowledge, uh, you know, wisdom. I like wisdom because it's applied knowledge. Uh, tell us about um, like that, the yeah. insights you've got from your guests that you did not have before you started the podcast. What have you personally gained as the host? Um, there's, you know, they've learned so much. Um, I think, you know, I interviewed Heath Armstrong and he have a personal motivation who like a surfer dude and he speaks like millennials speak and i i think it's what i've learned is that people are the path to doing good for other people and they want to know nowadays help um and i think that's why everybody i asked to be on the podcast has said yes, which is really amazing. Because, you know, considering my listenership, I'm like, I'm not going to make you famous. I, I don't have a ton of listeners, but the listeners I do have are very loyal. And they'll get the word out about your book or whatever you're, you know, promoting. But most people listen to the show and they're like, yeah, this is, this is doing good for the world. And what I've learned is that everybody just has that in them is that they want to help. They want to do good. Nobody wants to participate in all the mud that's going on online or there are people that truly want to help. And if you can bring that out of your guests and show that the listeners there's life than arguing about politics on Facebook, then um, maybe you can inspire a little. And Guests have all inspired me to do better and learning about different aspects of their lives. Yeah, you're definitely doing a phenomenal job at hosting. I had a chance to listen to several of your podcast episodes. Uh, so you're great at, uh, you know, uh, taking all of those <laughs> knowledge, uh, nuggets of wisdom out of them. So uh, in terms of this bigger, broader topic of peace, uh, you know, it's obviously a word that gets thrown around all the time. We say peace, and we have the peace symbol, yeah. and uh, we all want peace to some degree. But, uh, you know, it all starts in here, right? Uh, we need to achieve peace internally before we can achieve peace externally. So in terms of uh, exactly. your own kind of philosophy uh, of peace, um, you know, tell us a little bit about what it means to you. Um, to me, you have to be happy with who you are, number one, and take away the power of the things and everything external, the big house, the big car, because if you put your happiness into external things, you'll never find it within yourself. Um, you find happiness with community. I'm going to do a show on community in the future because that's something that I just learned from li living in the small town. I never really felt a sense of community in the big cities um, or like 
sense of belonging or that they will come to your aid if you need it, which is what I've found here. And that's, um, I think that's really important. And I think you can find cities, but it's a little more rare and you have to find your people. And that's really important. Um, really what it's all about. If you feel isolated, like when I moved here, I only knew my real estate agent. I just picked up and moved. <laughs> and um, it, it took me physically going out and joining groups. Uh, I started, I, I joined a woman's networking group, which now I'm running <laughs> actually. And um, it's, I joined the chamber and I joined some affinity groups and I went to med and started finding my people. So, um, and I think there was a special unhappiness. I'm, I'm not sure what it was on. And um, it all came down to, you have to be happy with yourself and you have to have community support, which is your loved ones, your circle of friends. And, and I think that's the most important. And then in terms of that, then you start giving back. And the more you give back and give to others, the happier you are. I mean, it's, it's very simple. <laughs> simple, but not easy. Because I think uh, most of us... Not like easy. More <laughs> Correct. Peace in our lives. I know for me, definitely wanted to have more peaceful uh, mind. So I'm not worried, not stressed out, not, uh, you know... Uh, uh, kind of double-minded at times. So I want to be peaceful mind, whatever. Peaceful marriage, peaceful, be peaceful parent, have a peaceful business. Right. But it's not always the case. Uh, so what have you found, Ari? The and Ricky, I don't know how you do it because I find traveling so stressful. Your plane is delayed and then you lose your luggage or whatever and then you're like, stuffed into this airplane and so i've been traveling less and less now lucky i live in a tourist destination and i don't really need to go anywhere but i do enjoy travel also i went to ireland a year ago with my daughter so i do find that so stressful and i don't know how you do it like constantly <laughs> no you're, you're right you're right laura definitely travel has stressful elements including what you mentioned especially the flights uh you know when uh we just arrived in taipei from manila uh i know manila traffic's terrible so we left like three hours early and then we actually went ended up going to the wrong terminal uh, there's three okay. terminals in manila we had the terminal one and we're like, oh, man, we're supposed to be terminal three so because we left three hours earlier uh we weren't as stressed out as we would have been if we only left less less early so with everything you gotta it's preparation preparation leads to more peace i feel right. but uh you know everything's different for me yes I found my life in the suburbs back in vancouver way more stressful i was uh, uh me and my wife were both working my wife would be working um corporate job i would be working in my event production business we'd be work 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 uh, our kids would be in daycare we'd be struggling to pay for a mortgage they would be always fighting about money so that lifestyle was way more stressful than our lifestyle now. So we're living in a cheap yeah. country in the Philippines and uh, cost of living is so much cheaper so we don't have to stress out. We have a maid who does the cooking and the right. cleaning. Uh, my wife doesn't have to do the cooking and cleaning, neither do I. <laughs> and we have a, a, a babysitter who can take care of the kids at any time. We're invested in the kids' lives. So, you know, for me, 
I look at this lifestyle I've created now as being way more peaceful than the lifestyle I had right. in Vancouver. So it's all relative, right? So for me, I feel Definitely. I have way more peace now it than It totally is relative. You know, some people wouldn't want to live in the woods. Some people think peace is the ocean. So it all depends on what you prefer and, you know, what brings your, your own peace to you. Yeah. Yes, there's definitely this subjective element, uh, but there's definitely commonalities, yes. I think, you know, like if you're in a big city, you still need to go to the park, you need to go on retreats, right. you still need to kind of detach uh, from technology, yeah. from the media, from crowded places, from noise, the beep, 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 punk, punk, punk. So there's definitely some common elements, I feel. Uh, so in terms of um, uh, what tips yeah. would you give? Uh, because okay, I think we all want to have more peace. I'm sure even yourself, even now, there's no right. No one's like, okay, I'm the Buddha, I've achieved peace, life's over. So, right. No, nobody what, gets what tips, what tips would you say to someone who Very wants to? Very few people get to that point, right? <laughs> um, I think there's several ways. Like I did an episode on your green space. Like you need to get out and get into nature. That's what we're built for. And that's what brings us peace and experience it with all five senses you know, your sight, your smell, your hearing. And I say, now don't go out tasting nature, but you might want to bring a picnic lunch and, you know, eat. If you live in the big city, at least once a week, get out, go to the park or go to the beach or wherever is different and can trees and grass because that's very important to both our spirit and physically. It's been known to help us physically. Um, show on laughter and how important laughter is to your and your well-being um go to comedy clubs or play games have game night with your family or friends and, and make sure that you have some kind of interaction that will make you lighten your life a bit um get good sleep sleep is important my number one uh, is called go to sleep and it's uh just a sleep relaxation and that goes to that people are having you look at the screen all day you've got all this stuff in your mind and it still is rolling around in there trying to relax your body one of the very first episodes that I produced is, is how to relax your body and clear your mind in order to get a rest because that's incredible. And then, you know, looking and noticing that you have a lot of gifts and magic because I think life and they're so busy, they don't recognize everything that they do have. And those who are religious call them blessings, you know, count your blessings or um, the little gifts that pop up in your life. And once you start recognizing these little gifts, um, then you become a happy because you're like, wow, I really have a lot of great stuff in my life. I have a good life. I'm not looking for it somewhere else. I'm not saying it's some future. Um, I'm happy now and I'm successful now. And, and I start from that and move forward. Definitely that attitude of gratitude, counting your blessings uh, is uh, something to be, uh, you know, uh, reminded of, remind yourself 
daily of uh, your daily gratitudes, right? So, Laura, uh, I right. couldn't do yeah, the exactly. peace justice if I didn't talk about the world, a peaceful world, right? We all want to have a peaceful world, but we know okay. uh, turn on any news channel, yeah. we live in a, war, a world of war, and we live in a world of division and uh, you know problems. So um, I'd love your thoughts, your reflections, your insights into how we, as humanity, as citizens, as uh, you know, uh, visionaries, leaders, trailblazers, what can we do to achieve a more peaceful world around us, a pe right. more peaceful globe, a more peaceful planet? Part of your corner of the world is by voting. And I say that is because that's the only power we have who we want office to achieve our own goals. Um, I think there was like 23% turnout in the last election and it just amazes me. Like number one, vote if you want to change the world. Number two, um, I think a lot of the politics and, and the mine and in social media. And I think you really have to mind what you propagate. Um, and you have to check the sources. I have a whole episode on that called You Are What You Tweet um, because there's a lot of misinformation out there and the information out there created to divide us and created to, um, to promote controversy and hate. And we be a little more selective of what we retweet and repost and check our sources correct. And then also check yourself and say, why are you reposting this? Are you just doing it to anger people? Are you doing it because you are outraged? And um, what will it do to the world if I repost this image or this meme or article and is it putting good out into the world or am I creating a solution? So in terms of world peace, I think you really check your behavior specifically um, because right now that's where it's all being played out. Friends uh, on both sides of the camp. And like I say, there's pretty much two sides of the camp right now in the United States. Um, but I want to hear what the other side has to say. Um, and I invited a woman that I know from the community who is a huge Trump supporter. I invited her for lunch the other day and we had a very lovely conversation. We, we were very passionate, but respectful. And I did that and I think I want to do an episode about this lunch because it was really interesting. But it did show me that we can have conversations about what each of us believe and respect each other and listen. And I think we have to do that online too. And that will bring the world more peace. Some great insights, some great insights, even to the degree Thank of you. bringing political peace. If you have political peace, you'll have much more peace in the world. So this all starts with us. So, right? yeah. so uh, I'm super grateful for this opportunity to talk with you about this very fascinating topic. We could talk hours and end, but that's why people should tune into your podcast. Because you obviously do a deeper dive into many of the... Yes, that would be wonderful. The overall themes around peace. Uh, so tell us... Um, 
Laura, to cl- close here, how can people connect uh, for your website, your social media, your podcast, and more? Sure. Yeah, my website is thepeaceful.life. That's not dot net the dot life the peaceful dot life it's pretty simple i'm on facebook at facebook.com slash peaceful podcast and get the show on itunes google play stitcher spotify anywhere you get your podcasts tune in um you can find just search for the peaceful life podcast i'm the only one out there so it's pretty easy to find me and uh, I welcome listen back back so um, if you like a show if you don't like a show write me and tell me I'm open us podcasters definitely have to support each other so I'll be sending my listeners and my network and my followers definitely down to your neck of the woods so to speak or then the podcast uh, land well thank you Rick connect with Laura peaceful life podcast uh, the peaceful dot life and i'll have those links below uh, to her facebook page and also to her podcast and her website so laura uh, definitely a joy and a pleasure to talk to you again uh, this time with me as a host uh, thanks for coming on and uh, guesting with yes, us yes it was a Very pleasure good. being both inner peace and world peace thank you so much outer peace <laughs> thank you And thanks, everyone. We always like to get feedback from our listeners and uh, viewers. What do you think of the subject? It's obviously a big, big (laughs) subject. So we'd love to hear your insights. What what do you feel we need to do as humans, as citizens, uh, to achieve both that inner peace we we talked a lot about, but also that external, outer, uh, more worldly peace as well. So let's hear from you now. And uh, tag, you guys are it. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we don't always talk about money, but we also love talking about the deeper issues like uh, finding peace on your travels and even when you're uh, not traveling as well. So thanks everyone, and we'll catch up with you guys on the next episode.